Welcome to License the Ball. We're going to be covering the TSF Turkey Day tournament with the prep schools. They showed up big. A lot of teams came in, evenly matched. Almost every game went to the wire. None of the games was a blowout. Pretty much none of the games. It's a nice performance showing. TSF itself had about three teams in. They showed out. International team. They shut that rock. I mean, they really passed that ball. What it kind of mind me of how they passed the ball and worked the ball around their TSF international team. Kind of mind me of the Boston Celtics in the 80s with Larry Bird, Parrish. All those guys. I heard a comparison the other day. My mind going out of play. I heard a comparison about Kevin McHale. One of the guys that played for Gonzaga, my name Kevin McHale, and came alive when I said, dude, you just saying that just to get some clickbait. About Kevin McHale, Larry Bird, and all them passed the ball and shed a rock. That's how the international team mind me of. And their high school team with Somerville on it. They got some D1 prospects on there. Guy going to Xavier. A lot of those guys play above the rim on that team. They'll bleed prep. I mean, so many names you go over. We're going to cover that today because we have Trent Markwith from Relentless Hoops going to be on. He's going to break down pretty much every game from Saturday. They won't miss anything. This guy knows his stuff. Up and coming scout. Played in the Metro Atlanta area. Coming a long way. Used to work for one of the national websites that had a local Georgia branch. And he branched off and started Relentless Hoops. And he's been very relentless at this, at this recruiting thing. Big, picking up more and more clients and starting to be more and more noticeable in the gym. He has camps and running stuff. And we got Toby Nadozi from Bleed Prep, a two guard, 6'4, class of 2022, getting some interest, strong interest. He'd be a late signing in the spring. He's working on it. He did real good. First night, 13 points. Second night, 22 points. And they're really doing a big thing, man. And we got Toby on the line. So we're going to go ahead and bring Toby in. Interview him. Talk about his performance of the weekend at the Turkey Day Classic. Go and bring Toby in. with the same answer so y'all can shoot if y'all please i'm here so i won't get fined i'm here so i won't get fined welcome toby not dozy on the line from bleed prep i get that right yeah so you had a big weekend man you get a lot of interest on these on these schools and start off a little bit slow and then you finish off sunday with a bang with 22 points Yeah, it's a TSF Turkey Day. So, 
What was the big difference from Saturday to Sunday why you played so much better? Uh, I think it was really because my coach talked to me after the game. He talked to me before the game today. And it was a good time. It was a good time. A runner by me. You got a bad line. You kind of went in out on me. I said, uh, my coach taught me before the game and after the game today. That just motivated me harder, but. Oh. So you gotta get refocused. Yeah, that's exactly what he said, too. Yeah, sometimes it be that way. Sometimes you, sometimes it be that numerology. I'm big in your sign, say that day. You might not have real strong focus. You need some motivation from somewhere else. So you're you're a six four two guard, the class of twenty twenty two, getting a lot of interest. What some teams have been contacting you? Uh, some schools, but I had JFU, North Carolina, UT, Bryant, Towson, Mount St. Mary's. Western Carolina, Norfolk State, also pretty much all the schools that contacted me. Explain to the viewers who have not seen you play before, what kind of player one of those schools will be getting? We'll get a strong guard, knows how to finish at the rim, and uses athleticism to make tough layups, tough finishes and another person who could play defense, play a lot of defense, likes to pick up 94 feet and someone who can hit open shots and off like different type of shots like off the screen stuff. Lunch pail type player, you bring your lunch box. I don't know if you're old enough to know about that lunch box mentality. It's like those <laughs> yeah. construction workers had that steel lunch box and they go do some construction work and they just tough nose and work hard all day long. Yeah. That's where that come from. So even you might know that some of the listeners are young. They might not understand that terminology, but that's where that, that came from. On that. That's what's up, man. Sonny, you got your head on the right shoulders, man. What are you looking for educational eyes? What you want to major in? Uh, I was really thinking about business. Something like business management? Yeah, something like that. Now, something last been in school for five years. So, which is nothing wrong that which is good and you get a free education. You're going to probably do your degree in three years. So, probably should be coming out with another major too or a minor. Because you're going you're gonna to graduate with in probably three years. And you're still going to have some years of eligibility left. You're going to start to take some classes. So, that might be one thing you might want to look at is get look at two things you want to do. Because you're gonna finish that quick. You're gonna get that four degree knocked out quick. Cause y'all go to school all year round when you're in college. Yeah, I, I think I should too. I'm gonna look more into it. That's all good, man. We, that's why we're doing this show to educate everybody and display everybody's work and put out there. Cause this show for gym rats, for hardcore basketball players, people who bring their lunch bell to work. And go to work and not scared to play both ends of the floor and guard people 94 feet. That's the type of people we look for. Retired ones, ones who used to play and still playing. 
for this show. And that's the kind of viewership we're looking for. So did you think you get you get what you want out of the TSF Turkey Day? Uh, yeah, for the most part, play the team that uh, we really, me and my uh, coach really wanted to play. Ended up beating them off a good way. Like you will notice we got other teams that were very good. It was really a fun weekend for us. I got you. So it sounded like you could build upon this weekend and make your game better. What's some things you could take yeah. away from this? You could apply to no future games. First of all, with a shot clock, a 24 second shot clock was really just. Sometimes we play with no shot clock. Sometimes we play with 30, but never been 24. And just knowing how to talk to the refs, too, is home court advantage. It was a little shaky on the ref side. So, six second difference on the shot clock is a big difference, huh, for you? Yeah, it's a very big difference. That's NBA right there. So. That's showing the scouts in the stands one thing to help you out with that. If you can manage and play in a 24-second shot clock, then you can play in the college level in the shot clock. Even they know you're uncomfortable doing it. A lot of times, scouts want to see how uncomfortable you are and see how you perform uncomfortably, and coaches too as well. So you're uncomfortable, how well do you perform? Because sometimes every player going to be uncomfortable. Are you going to run and hide or are you going to perform? So we, we're going to keep yeah. up with you, man. We appreciate you joining the show. You're on the License the Ball podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, man, it's a pleasure, man. You, I'm taking we're going to have you on again. You're going to be hitting us up and letting letting us know who you committed to. And come on in and talk about that. And when you get your 30-point uh, yeah, sure. game or your 40-point game, I know you're going to be hitting us up, letting us know that you, be, that you get busy <laughs> yeah. and cooked a couple of players that day. Uh, we'll talk to you sooner oh, than yeah. later, man. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Now, you see, that's a hungry player right there, Mr. Toby. Not Doji. Very hungry player. Two guard from Lee Prep. Got busy at TSF Turkey Day. 13 points the first night. 22 points the second night. You hear it in his voice. He's very hungry. He won it. It's something they like doing. Got a lot of mid-major interest. You know, the offer is going to come. Keep putting in the work. Mid-major is knocking off big-time programs now. Big-time programs noticing this. And now with the transfer portal, they're using this as a minor league system to pick up players that they missed on and players they already have on their roster that they made a mistake on evaluation or just not a good fit for them. So this worked out real good. Going to mid-major first, sometimes the best way to go. If you really don't have an ideal spot for you at the high major, even you think you're a high major player or you are a high major player, you get to develop your game, showcase your game, and more people coming. Because when you play college ball, that resume is official. More official than high school and AAU. The grassroots movement just is. 
And next up, we get Trent Markwith for Relentless Hoops. And come join the show. And this guy knows his stuff. And he's going to break down all of Saturday's stuff. This guy been around the block. Played in Georgia. Played in Metro Atlanta. So he he knows he knows his stuff. The man knows his stuff. Break down. We got pretty much every stat you could think of. We'll go and bring my man in, Trent. Now we got Trent Markwith joining the show for Relentless Hoops. We're going to talk about that TSF Turkey Day. How you doing, man? Good. How about you? Thanks for having me. Oh, man, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure, man. I remember when you was playing back in the day. Watch you playing, and now we in the same world doing the same kind of stuff, man. So it's cool to see you doing your things and and moving up in this world and in the scouting ga- game. Oh yeah, no, it's it's gone by quickly, but I'm just uh, you know glad to still be around basketball, and it, it's pretty easy just being able to watch basketball and do that for a living. There n- no complaints with that. Yep, you're a gym rat like me. Oh yeah. How did you start Relentless Hoops? What gave you the yeah, idea? So, so I, I played at a small school in Mississippi my first two years of college. Um, you know, was a, was a good player there, enjoyed it, but I transferred to Wofford after my sophomore year. Um, was done playing then and, you know, just wanted to be around the game. Just, you know, I'd always been someone who's all about basketball. So, got into scouting stuff a little bit, ran the, the Georgia site for prep hoops and helped throughout the Southeast and then, Graduated from Wofford in May of 2019. Um, and a little after that, I just kind of felt like um, it was time for me to branch off, kind of do my own thing. I was at a time where I could, you know, take risk and kind of, you know, to see what I could vote on my own. And that's where I, you know, decided to start Relentless Hoop. So coming up on two years on my own, I, I've enjoyed it a lot. COVID, you know, kind of made it weird. You know, it was, it was you know, tough and weird for everyone, but I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I enjoy just having my own own company, own brand, and I, I think uh, I think it's going pretty well. So excited to see where else I can go with things with Relentless Hoops and continuing to you know grow and expand the brand. It's crazy because during the COVID time, the whole year, I guess I'm spoiled. I was in a good spot. I didn't notice a difference. I just noticed <laughs> less traffic. I know one yeah. thing. I do know I made more money that year than I ever made in my whole life. Wow. So I have a first, this my, this my passion, my hobby. I used to make a little bit of money off this back in the day, but mm-hmm. not near the money I make now. So now it's just a straight hobby and it's something I love doing is still be around the game and get these kids exposure, then talk to guys like you around the game and it just keep me energized and keep me like lack of better turn cliche keep me younger mm-hmm. you know being around youth and being around guys like scouts like you and just talking about the game and players and, and all that all that stuff so that's why oh, yeah. we got you on the show man because we want to get that up that tsf turkey day breakdown on some stuff standing out in your mind team wise or player wise 
Sure. So yeah, that was a it was a really uh, good event. They had eight games uh, throughout the day, and uh, there are a ton of good pre-Thanksgiving and post-Thanksgiving uh, tournaments um, in Atlanta, and most of them are you know just with the normal high schools. But this had a combination of you know post post grad prep teams from different states. So I just wanted to get a little bit of a different flavor with seeing uh, these guys before I focused on a lot of the Georgia high schools and almost every game was close competitive. I was talking to Jacob Morton about it, um, you know, their director, and he's like, I guess I did a good job with the matchups because all of these have, you know, been wild, have come down to like a last shot. Um, you know, first first game started out with uh, Feltrum from Florida. They beat one of TSS regional teams um, in overtime. Amon Moore was a really good player for them. Um, had some big buckets late, you know, one six two six three scorer, scoring guard, um, had a good mid-range game. Uh, followed that up with uh, T-Lap from Florida. They're a really explosive team that played well out, in, um, out west recently. They have a Georgia kid, Cardell Bailey, 6'5 shooter, had a good game. Uh, Cole Farrell, who I'd seen in Tennessee earlier, now he's doing a post-grad year down in Florida. Really explosive, attacks the rim. Uh, they beat TD Prep, Team Dickerson Prep from right around here in Alpharetta. AJ Hopkins had an amazing game for them in the loss. 38 points, eight threes. And then he followed it up uh, with a good game against TSF's high school team today, which I need to go back and watch the film on. Um, some other guys, uh, you know, Central Point had two teams there. They had some, you know, really solid players and another Georgia guy to, um, who went to Dekua, who's doing a post-grad year, Tavon Lewis. Had a game-winning layup and block for them. That was that was really good to see. Um, one of my favorite players from the day was uh, Jarmel Johnson from Mont Valley Prep in Chattanooga. Six-five guard can shoot some. You know, the, uh, their opponent went zone against him a little bit, so he kind of busted the zone with his threes. But also has a big, strong body, has some athleticism. Kind of you know just hurt you in a variety of of ways. Um, the game that I thought was the best of the night was Believe Prep's national team versus uh, Mo Spates Academy. Um, that was just a, a heavy, heavyweight battle, like really physical, just super competitive guys uh, going at it. Believe has, um, you know, just older, stronger, more physical guys than I'm used to seeing at the high school level because they're, you know, prep postgrad guys. And I loved uh, Jevin Munoz from them. I saw him a little bit in some fall league stuff um, last month. He's like 6'6", six, six, really versatile, stretches the foursome, will grab boards and push the break and really good passer throws some amazing outlet passes and can guard fours or threes. Um, and just, I just love like all of the guys on the lead prep team, the way he competed and was you know, involved in everything. He had close to a triple double and they had like four other guys, three or four other guys score double figures. And same with Team Space, they had four guys in double figures. Uh, South Alabama signing Jamar Franklin shot well as he pretty much always does. I thought Isaiah Jones uh, has made some nice strides in his game, really rebounding the ball well and has gotten his body in uh, better shape. Um, one of the last games of the night was TSF High School versus the Rock School from Florida. That was probably the most anticipated matchup of the day. Oh yeah. Uh, TSF, yeah, that was, that was a good one. TSF's high school team is led by Xavier Siney, Cam Craft, uh, who He's another one. He's always going to score, always going to make shots, had like 25, but I was really impressed with the way he rebounded, showed some good things passing the ball, and 
Uh, he came on my podcast last week right after he signed with Xavier um, and wanted to, you know, show people that he's more than just a scorer and shooter. And, you know, early on in the season, I think he's doing a good job of that. Rock School has some really good 2023 guys. Josh Hayes that was at McEachern High School is now down there. He's shown some nice strides, 6'8", six, 6'9", six, long forward. He's still growing into his body, but is progressing. Um, Dallas Jones, really strong guard. Um, TJ Hurley, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, you know, kind of combo shooting guard. Who I love when he first came down from Canada at Bob Gibbons in May. I th- um, he, he had to actually reclass up to 2022 because Canada starts school a year early. So once he came down here, I had to reclass up to 2022. And I still think he's kind of like an underrated, under-recruited guy. Shoots, passes, uh, a really even keel, always calm demeanor. A strong body just does a lot of different things that I think will translate well to the, the college game. And last but not least, the final game of the night, um, another one of Feltrim Academy's teams played Middle Georgia Prep. Feltrim was up like 20 at halftime uh, behind Marshall Klug, who started off the game with like 17 points in the first quarter. Middle Georgia Prep made a furious comeback, but uh, Feltrum was able to hold on. Uh, Marshall Fluke, like I said, uh, who I mentioned before, he finished with 30 points, like 6'7", six, 6'8", six, uh, can shoot some, made some good passes out of the post, good motor. He's from North Carolina, originally doing a post-grad year there. But that was about do for um, day one of that. I, I know I just ran through a lot of different names, a lot of different guys, but there was a lot to see, a lot of you know, new names, uh, you know, guys I hadn't seen before and some guys I wanted to see from out of the state that I'd seen, you know, during the summer and just wanted to check back in on them. So overall, it was a really, you know, good day to kind of kick off some of these, you know, high level Thanksgiving events that uh, Georgia has a lot of. So I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, what, what else, uh, you know, comes up these, you know, this next week or so around Thanksgiving. Yeah, I got a podcast that's not been released yet. It's called... Mm-hmm. I think we come up with the title of it, Georgia or Atlanta is the new Mecca of basketball. So okay. everybody come here to play. Mm-hmm. They want to transfer here. So many D1 recruits. Now, it's hard. It, it took me a while to, to admit that because Chicago bent the Mecca, Illinois bent the Mecca of basketball for the longest time. New York didn't know that. But it's <laughs> pain me to say that because I love my city and love my state. But Atlanta is where it's at right now for ball players, you know. All things missing right now in Atlanta. I see it coming, and it might come mm-hmm. faster once they get the gambling more up to date because the stuff in Vegas okay. is going to get pushed over here, I really believe, because everybody wants to come to Atlanta, and then they got gambling here. I mean, they have everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that'll it'll be the spot. And it's it's been really cool to see just the rise of – you know, uh, Georgia high school basketball, Atlanta basketball, with how prevalent it is and the level of talent. Like my senior year, you know, we were going up against Jalen Brown when they had a really, you know, you know, high level top team, you know, top ten in the country. Now it seems like we're having multiple, you know, teams of that level every year, and That's just, right. it continues to grow. It's it's awesome. Like I started this at the right time, Jim Rad inside, and I really did. I started the right time. I got to see this wave and running through. So. Right now, I'm sharing some things with you and sharing to the listeners that I really haven't told a lot of people. I want to do a documentary on Atlanta basketball. I really don't wow. want to go in detail because a lot of people 
like to steal my ideas. You go online, I type up stuff, and like, man, I just got started doing this, and they using these names and these things. So, but I really want to do a documentary, and the biggest reason why I haven't started it because I want to put on a streaming platform, and I got to see exactly what they want mm -hmm. to be put on there. But I want guys yeah. like you on there talking about the development of basketball, how it's grown, and this podcast is for gym rats. So when you're spitting mm -hmm. up all those players, for the average fan, their head was swelling. A gym rat was just <laughs> sitting back with the popcorn and a drink like, man, look at Trent getting down. He a gym rat. <laughs> I hope so, yeah. Now you know your stuff. And how you, you're a craft and a student of the game, you spin out that stuff. Like you've been scouting for 10 years like you're a 10 year vet not doing this for two years that's that's good i i hope with as many games as i watch i can i can make up time for you know being young and all that but you know like i said earlier it's just being around the game there's nothing better and i'm i'm all about it and try to be around high level basketball minds and learn from them it's it's helped me a lot and i, I just enjoy it you're gonna move up real fast I hadn't been in the game for a while because I had a son. You see my son run around the gym. <laughs> but anything I can help you out with, man, I know coaches too. So mm -hmm. they take my word on something. You might not have a relationship with them, but if I tell them they can trust you, they give you a shot and start listening to what you're talking about and even um, probably sign up for your service. I got some people in mm -hmm. mind right now because I'm not trying to go that route anymore look at players and I don't know how to time. That's why I created this podcast and do it a different way and bring y'all on so y'all can showcase y'all things. And while we still got you on, man, we'd love to have you back on for one thing. And we want to mm -hmm. give out your information so any coaches or any parents hear this, they can know to find your stuff and listen to your podcast too. Yeah. So uh, most, you know, most of the work I do a lot of everyone like you know knows myself through Twitter um, my Twitter is at tmark with 14 uh, and my company Twitter relentless hoops is at relentless underscore hoop and website is relentless dash hoops.com um, like I talked about got the podcast um, we'll have a lot of different articles going up there from these events and stuff um, I do my individual camps in the fall and in the spring. I kind of split those up and do those a little differently than uh, other people. And I do an event with Hargrave at the end of January that I'm really excited for. Then I have my summer league in June, which will be going into its second year. Just did that for the first time this past June and felt really good about it. So um, hopefully I have some cool stuff coming up in, in 2022 and beyond. But, um, you know, I, I'll be seeing a bunch of different people in the gym this you know these next few months i'll be around to, you know out at as many games as possible because there's always something in atlanta always something in georgia always something in the southeast that's good to catch so makes it makes it easy on me well you need anybody help cover your event and promote the event you know where to come oh yeah i'll take that <laughs> and if you want me to come on your podcast and return the favor talk basketball you got my number man 
Yeah, no, let me know. That that'd be great. I need to I need to start getting some new different guests. I I kind of took some time off from the podcast during the summer, but want to start getting some more people on there. So that'd be good. Yeah, I love to man. You, I love talking basketball with you, man. I was like when you played and everything, man. Is our tough nosed player and played hard. But um, mm-hmm. thanks for coming on the show, man. I really really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. It was good seeing you again uh, yesterday, and hope to see you out again soon. But I, I appreciate it. All right. Till next time. Yep. Y'all go follow this guy and get his work. And coaches sign up for his stuff. Any coach who's listening to this know me, go and sign up for it. He, he knows his stuff. You know you come in the line to get a basketball player, go and sign up for it. <laughs>